Hello and welcome to Darwin's Medicine, a podcast for the pharma, medtech and other sectors of the life sciences industry. In this series, Professor Brian D. Smith uses Darwinian evolution to explain how the complex adaptive system that is our industry is changing and how your business can adapt to those changes. Sometimes I feel that if I meet one more person who tells me that digital health is the future, I may scream. And if one more person tells me that their unimpressive little app will be the catalyst for transformation of the healthcare ecosystem, then I might just strangle them. It's not that I'm a Luddite and who doesn't get digital health. I do, I do. It's more that I have a problem with people who, uh, to paraphrase President Kennedy, allow themselves the luxury of an opinion without the effort of thought. You see, the reality of any ecosystem, health or otherwise, is that transformation is rare and difficult. But when it does happen, it's complex and very important. So before we open our mouths, we really need to understand what's going on with digital health. And to help us do that, we can draw parallels between what has happened in the biological ecosystem and what is happening in the life sciences ecosystem. So bear with me for a moment while I try and do that. So look out of your window. If, like me, you can see lots of green, then you already know that you're looking at chlorophyll. And I'm sure that you also know that the people around you only exist because the green stuff puts out oxygen. And you might even remember that the world wasn't always like this. For about half its life, our planet's atmosphere was mostly nitrogen and carbon dioxide. It wasn't until about two and a half billion years ago that first algae and then later plants started to pump out oxygen creating an oxygen-rich atmosphere that allowed animals like you and I to evolve. This was an event that we can, without any hyperbole, call transformational. This was ecosystem transformation. Not only did it drive the evolution of the eukaryotes, like you and me, but it set off a huge change in the Earth's mineral compositions because the atmosphere became oxidising rather than reducing. You might not realise it, but more than half the 4,500 minerals that exist on Earth today are only there because of this great oxidation event, as it's called. So, is the great oxidation event relevant to digital health today? Well, yes it is. There are some very interesting parallels. You see, until relatively recently, life science companies and other companies that inhabit the healthcare environment lived in a relatively data-poor environment. Just as life forms before the great oxidation event were adapted to anoxic, oxygen-poor environments. Pharma and medtech companies used to work what was in, relatively speaking, a data-poor environment. Trust me, I was there. Outside of clinical trials and a bit of market research and the sales figures, we used to fly blind. But things are changing. All of those existing data sources are already producing much more data than they used to. And whether it's big data bioinformatics or more granular data in or, or more sophisticated management information, what we have to work with today is now much richer than it used to be. But more importantly, new sources of health data are expanding rapidly. Not only do we generate lots of new data, like the omics, for example, but we then generate lots of data that used to evaporate and is now captured. So in some healthcare settings, for instance, everything that is measured about a patient across her entire journey is sucked up and organised into a holistic view, not only of that patient, but of the patient population. 
And this data creation and capturing is only going to accelerate as everything from wearables to apps to point of care diagnostics all move data out into the healthcare atmosphere. So just as the great oxidation event changed Earth, I think that the great data event will change, is changing the healthcare world. Now, I don't want to stretch parallels too far, but I think there's some value in uh, analogizing between the great oxidation event and the great data event. The obvious lesson to learn is that oxygen breathers evolved to become an important part of the ecosystem, complementing the oxygen producers. So this implies that any life sciences company that doesn't learn to breathe data isn't likely to evolve or survive. A more subtle lesson lies in something called the Loma Gundi Chatuli event, which was when the rise in oxygen levels stalled and then dipped for a little. This stimulated the evolution of animals. In the same way, the growth of health data is likely to be uneven, and that will stimulate uh, the growth of firms that can use data more intelligently than their rivals. But perhaps the most significant lesson is that although the Great Oxidation event was kicked off by cyanobacteria, it wasn't that life form that transformed the environment. It was higher multicellular life forms that did that. So that brings me to what a bit of careful thought can teach us. So you see, nobody can deny that digital health will transform the environment. But it won't be the little apps that do it. It will be the companies that learn to breathe data. They'll help kick it off, as will my smartwatch and my GP sharing health records and Google know what that I've got an interest in arthritis. But no future historian will write that mood tracking apps transform the healthcare environment. They are less important than that. But what they are part of, this great data event, is much more important than you realise. It will change the way that life science companies create value. And that is more important than even the hype suggests. Thank you for listening to the Darwin's Medicine podcast. If you enjoyed it, please like this episode, subscribe and share it on Twitter or LinkedIn. We know your time is precious, so we've kept this podcast short. However, if you'd like to know more, there are hundreds of free resources on www.pragmedic.com. Or if you'd like to discuss the evolution of your own company or anything you've heard today, you can contact us through the email address in the show notes.